The reading is taken from Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. The Magi visit the Messiah. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star and we rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he called together all the people's chief priests and the teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, by no means the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from the exact time that the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and, ser- go and search for the child carefully. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I may too go and worship him. And... After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose in the east went ahead of them, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been mourned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Heavenly Father, we thank you for what we read about the Lord Jesus in these verses and we pray that you'd help us to understand a little bit more uh, of who he is and what he's come to do and who needs to respond. We pray that you'd help us to listen well now and that you would help us to come and worship Christ, the newborn King. In his name we pray. Amen. Well, given it is Christmas Day, um, do any of your families do Christmas quizzes? anybody do a Christmas quiz? Yeah, we're having a few. Uh, I think my sister Hannah is uh, planning a picture round at least. Uh, so those, you know those picture rounds? We have lots of photos of famous people and you've got to go around trying to work out who's who and putting a name to the face. Uh, there's always one, isn't there, that somebody gets amazingly wrong and you sort of think, that's not King Charles, that's Jeremy Clarkson. How could you possibly, how could you possibly think that was the king? Well, something like that happens in our story today. We get characters confused and we miss the real royal. So I've got a little Christmas question for you. Uh, In which book of the Bible do we read about the three kings visiting the baby Jesus? Anybody? In which book of the Bible do we read about the three kings visiting the baby Jesus? Yes? No, Matthew. It is not Matthew. The answer is none of them. It is not in the Bible. Ah, See, this is a little trick question here. Because, well done for doing it so confidently though, but never mind. Um, It's not in the Bible because firstly, they weren't kings. Secondly, Jesus wasn't a baby when they came, more likely a toddler. And thirdly, we're not told there were three of them. There could have been two, there could have been five, there could have been 20. There were three gifts, but we've no idea how many people there were. Three kings visiting the baby Jesus is not in the Bible. But something much more interesting is. So as we look at this, we're going to see if we can get it all straightened out in our minds and sort out the not kings from the one and only true king. The first people in the story that we meet are the three kings who weren't kings. Okay, the three kings who weren't kings. These three kings from Orient are that kind of thing. Not actually kings, but were from the east, which is what Orient means. Uh, These guys are not kings. They are wise men, or the word in our Bibles is magi. That's where we get the word magic. 
They were into all sorts of superstition and magic and ceremonies and dark stuff and astrology. They studied the skies, not just to learn about space, but to predict the future and all sorts of crazy things like that. Normally, astrology is a load of twaddle and rubbish, but on this occasion, they are looking up and they saw a what? Anybody? A star. It's not all trick questions. It's all right. There is a star. It's okay. (laughs) There's a new star in the sky. Most likely some kind of comet or a lump of ice and dust whizzing past the sun, bursting into flames, leaving a streak of fire across the night sky. There is a, a bright, shining star in the sky. And something like that happening out of the blue would get in the papers today, wouldn't it? And these three kings who weren't kings... They noticed it, and they're scratching their heads, probably scratching their beards the way wise men do, and they pondered what it meant, and they looked it up in their dusty old books, and they read their tea leaves, and they consulted their star charts, and for whatever reason, they came to believe that the star meant a new king had been born, a new king in Judah. So they set off on their well, we don't know, do we? We don't know. Some of them are trick questions. Camels. Let's say camels. Let's say camels. Uh, the, the song I know says one in a taxi, one in a car, one on a, one on a scooter honking his hooter, isn't it? So anyway, that's not in the Bible either. You'll be pleased to know. They get on whatever thing they get on and they go to find this king. They weren't kings, but they're looking for a king. Now, where do you go to find a king? Where would you normally find a king? In a palace. We'd normally find a king in a palace, wouldn't you? So that's where they go. They travel for miles to the king's palace in the big city of Jerusalem. And that's where we meet our second person. The king who wasn't king. The king who wasn't king. They turn up in Jerusalem and they say, where is he who was born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. And the answer from the palace is... Newborn king. Well, we've got a king, thank you. We don't have a newborn king. They did have a king, sort of. We had a, they had a nasty man called Herod. He wasn't really a king, but he liked to be in charge a little bit too much. It says in verse 3, he heard that this idea about a new king and he was disturbed. The idea of a new king, a newborn king, was bad news for him, imagine uh, that you went to Buckingham Palace and you look at King Charles, and you go, I think that's King Charles, not Jeremy Clarkson. You go to King Charles and you look him in the face and you say, I'm here to see the king. He says, what is the king? You say, no, not you, the other one, the new one. I imagine that wouldn't go down very well. And for Herod, it would have been a nightmare. He was always on the lookout for people trying to push him out and take over. And so he would get rid of them before, he got, before they got rid of him. So history tells us Herod killed his uncle, his mother-in-law, his brother-in-law, his wife, and three of his sons, all because they, he was worried they were going to try and take the throne. So how do you think he feels when there's news of a new king? He is not happy at all. He would be out of a job. So he's disturbed. A new king, you say. King of the Jews, you say. The people I'm supposed to rule. Don't know about that. Where's he going to be? And that's the question. Where is he then? If he's not here in the palace, 
Where is he? And so they all looked in their Bibles, which is the best place to look if you've got a big question, and they look it up in their Bibles because long ago, God had promised a king who would rule perfectly forever. Someone who was going to set the people free from evil rulers like Herod, as well as from all evil. And if the Magi are right, that king has finally come. But where is he? Where is he? So they're looking through their Bibles. Where does the Bible say this promised king is going to be born? And they find in Micah chapter 5, verse 2, which is handily quoted in verse 6 of our passage, it tells them where he's going to be. It says this, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. So again, not a trick question. Where's he going to be born? Bethlehem. Tiny little Bethlehem, where centuries before King David had been born. That's where the new king would be. So off they need to go to Bethlehem. But before they left, King Herod, who wasn't really king, pulled them to one side. And he says, you know I love kings. Can't get enough of kings. More kings, the better. That's my motto. Go and find this king, and when you've found him, come and tell me exactly where he is so that I can worship him. Do you think he did want to worship him? No. He wanted to get rid of him, just like he got rid of everybody else. And later on, that is exactly what he tried to do, having all the baby boys from that area killed in case one of them was this dreaded king. What a nasty king King Herod was. He wasn't a king at all. Certainly not the king. He was nothing like the real king. But he is quite like us. Now hang on a minute, you might think. I, I, I'm not a king. Neither was he. But I'm not a king. And I've never killed anyone or tried to kill anybody. Well, that's probably true. Well, let's wait to see Christmas Day out of the way first before we say that so confidently. But just like Herod, lots of people hear about Jesus and think it sounds like really bad news. Because like Herod, we would rather go on pretending that we are the king of our lives. And like Herod, we don't want to give up that power for anybody. So Christians come along and say, Jesus is Lord. And that sounds like a threat. So what do you mean he's Lord? I'm Lord, thank you very much. Ignore that, push it down, shut it up, block it out. Jesus is not the king of me. Because if we think we're king, and Jesus says he's king, one of us is going to have to back down. One of us is going to have to get off the throne. That's Herod, the king who wasn't king. So the Magi, the three kings who weren't kings, they get back on their camels, scooters, or whatever it is. They get on those, and they go to Bethlehem. Uh, seeing the star in the sky again. And that is where we finally meet the little boy who was king. He was king. Not in big Jerusalem, in tiny Bethlehem. Not in a big palace, but in an ordinary house. Not a big grown-up, but a tiny little lad of about two years old. It's taken the major a long time to find him, but here he was, just a little boy called confidently this one Jesus there we go you can be confident that's the right answer well done the little boy who was king now what do you do when you find this king that God had promised the one you've been searching for 
Well, let's see what they did. Verse 11, we're told, they bowed down and worshipped him. They opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. Expensive things, exotic things, presents fit for a king. Jesus, that little boy, was and is the king. Now, it's easy in all this story to miss the real royal. Is it the Magi? No. Those three kings, they weren't kings. Is it Herod? No, that nasty old brute. He was not a king. It's Jesus. He is the one, the kid king, the boss baby, the newborn ruler of the world. In a sense, it's the picture round and it's time for the answers. And that's the one you would never have guessed, that it's Jesus out of all these people who is actually the king. So won't you come and worship him? Won't you come and bow down to him? Now, we're only supposed to worship God. And yet here they are worshipping Jesus. Can we see who he is? Will we come and worship him? There's one last surprise in this story, and that is who comes to worship him? Who comes to him? It isn't Herod. It isn't Herod. It isn't the person with the Bible who knows God's promises. He will not come except to try and stamp him out. And often it is the people we don't expect who will refuse to come, the people who like to think they are very good people who would refuse to come and bow down before the Lord Jesus. No, the ones who do come are the Magi. As I said, every nativity play you know, gives them a crown, makes them very, very important. We call them wise men. That makes it sound amazing, doesn't it? The sort of person you'd like to know. But think back on the story. These people are not from God's people. They're from very far away. These people are not godly law-keeping types. They are magicians, sorcerers, astrologers, horoscope writers. They came because they read it in the stars for crying out loud. That kind of thing will get you killed in the Old Testament. These people are outsiders, hated by the insiders. But when God's true king comes, people like them come in. People from far away are welcome. And they come in and bow before him and find forgiveness and truth and hope and joy. And if this surprising king, Jesus, came for people like that, then he absolutely came for people like us. If only we will come and worship him. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you so much for fulfilling all your promises and sending the Lord Jesus to be the king please would you help us to be willing to get off the throne and let him be the king that he is help us to know that when we do that and we come to him bowing before him we are welcome and we thank you for all of this in jesus name amen